Hello friends and folks and welcome to a Scanline Media 2021 gimmick award. This is the, uh, hmm, wow, my brain stopped. I'm also sleepy. Um, this is where we do our yearly awards for various things under the Scanline purview. We do games, we do anime, we do all sorts of things. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. And I'm Dylan. And uh, Dylan, we're here uh, because... Uh, Gumpla's pretty cool. Yeah, plus GOTY still applies here. You know, that's a gr that's a great point. I didn't think about it like that. Um, I mean, that's part of why we, we call it the gimmick awards is so we can do whatever the fuck we want. Um, <laughs> and you know what we want to talk about? We want to talk about Gunpla. We want to talk about the best new Gunpla. Um, I have a list here. Mm -hmm. um, you, have, you have to uh, uh, apologize the eclectic order. Um, starting off, we have the MG Eclipse Gundam, the RG Hainu Gundam, the MG Gin, the RG Zeong, the HG She Gundam, or She Gundam, uh, the Full Mechanics Calamity Gundam, the HG BB Gundam Barbatoros, the HG BB Gundam Command 00 Quanta, the HGBV Gundam Perfect Strike Freedom. Now, one thing I will say uh, against this list, and it's not against our making of this list, it's against uh, Bandai. Too many Gundams. <laughs> it's funny, because... Yes, but also it's like, God... So this isn't like every kit that came out this year. Uh, we're specifically no. leaving out P Bandai, um, mm -hmm. just because it helps narrow it. <laughs> well, and also it, it, I don't feel like it's it's very useful to be like. I mean, perhaps the best kit of the year is a P Bandai. How much help is that to people who will never be able to get one? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. Oh, you know what? You know what? Six. There is, sorry, I am a, a big dummy because I forgot I built this this year. There is something on this list that we forgot to add. What's that? The HGUC Nightingale, which actually is a pretty good build. Mm, okay, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, uh, I was also thinking of the HGUC Zaku 2, like that new one, but here's the problem. It's based on the Sharzaku 2 that came out last year, and I think that's cheating. If it's basically the same, but green. Um, and also, I built it, and I still think the Origin one's better. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. And then, like, the only other two releases this year uh, that I can see that are, like, regular-ass Gunpla are the Death Scythe, which... Eh, I mean, it's it's a hero Gundam and it's cool, but I, that build's not going to be that exciting. And mm -hmm. same with the Dagger L from Gundam Seed. Yeah. Or Seed Destiny, I should say. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, it's a it's a bit of a quiet year for pretty understandable reasons. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, slow going, it turns out, when, you know, COVID and all that. And supply lines are fucked. And, yeah. yeah. But... So. Um, still actually quite a bit of releases and honestly, some good, some pretty good ones. Uh, now obviously me and you haven't built every single kit on this, so no. we're going to have a bit of a bias towards ones we built. So, uh, I apologize for the 
HGBBs. Though, actually, did you build those out of curiosity? Uh, I built the Perfect Strike Freedom. Um, mm. I'm I'm okay cutting that. Um, and honestly, the Command Quanta, just to talk about them real quick. Um, I think one of the things I like about the Perfect Strike Freedom um, is, I mean, I, I like, first off, just the ridiculous idea of, of trying to make a perfect version of the Strike Freedom in the in the tradition of the perfect strike um it's very silly um but i really like the way it leans into toyetic logic i mean like one of the things that the the build series can do and you know this is this is breaker battlelog but breaker battlelog is a build right basically yeah um is it it can lean into this this logic of like things that don't technically make sense, right? Yeah. Like, this thing can take, uh, like, its two beam rifles and slap them together and they become a huge anti-ship sword. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But they do it. And it's like, sure, why not? That's fun. Um, and I, I like that about it just because it's it's an element you can explore in these build designs that would feel out of place in the more grounded, like, in-universe ones. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's funny because, like, of the HGBBs, I think the most fun one to me still, just my favorite design out of them is actually the Blazing. Uh, mm. hm. But I like the Barataros a lot in idea. Yeah, that's that's probably why it's why I want to keep it here. I'm gonna go also cut the Command Quanta. I just think the Command Quanta is a a fun it's take solid, on the, but it's a fun take on the classic Command Gundam. But we're not gonna. It's not something we're gonna pick. <laughs> right. We're not. We're not really gonna fight for it. But yeah. the, the HGBBs are are good little kits. Yep. Uh. So. Oh, and I guess there would also be the Helios and Live Land, Live Lance Heaven, but uh. I don't care for those. Oh real? Oh, you don't care for the Live Lance Heaven? Okay. No. I mean, it's I not gonna it's win dumb. my kit of the year, so we don't gotta add it. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I I just think it's a cool design. I I like the. I, I like the inversion of it being the Death Scythe. I like the, I like the Lance a lot on it. Now again, not going to be my kid of the year, so I won't I won't argue too much for it. But I, I I've never I been like a big it. fan of the Death Scythe Hell's like armor wings, and I really don't like the Live Lance's version of it. Fair enough. So yeah. Also, also it has a Versago fan. chest, and that makes me happy. Versago, I like more in concept than in reality uh, fair enough fair enough like right. a, like a lot of the live lands <laughs> all right well all right talking about other kits on here mm-hmm. uh, i forget did you also build an eclipse uh, i have an eclipse i haven't built it yet i'm eyeing it mm. guiltily okay but i really like the eclipse like part of the reason i haven't built the eclipse is because um this is the year that i get into panel lining is 2021 mm. and i was waiting for all my my markers to come here because that one i want i want to be able to panel line the eclipse yeah uh i will say uh as someone who built the eclipse really cool gunpla uh i like it a lot um so uh the build itself is pretty good um Obviously, the final result, the final mobile suit you get out of it, also really cool. But there's so, there's so many weird little transformation gimmicks on it, but none of them feel like bad. Like it doesn't feel mm. like an unstable kit, honestly. Like the chest has so many ways that like, like it kind of pulls open 
and like pulls around. I mean, even the head has like a bit of a transformation gimmick because of the way the um the the camera and stuff flip around on it, which is really mm-hmm. different because usually a head just tucks into a chest or something and hides. Uh, the other thing is a lot of the transformation stuff actually goes really good with posing. So like, for instance, um, the way that the legs go into a point, um, actually like looks pretty cool when it's just on a stand, just having the legs pointing down, like, like it came out of zone of the enders or something. Mm, Yeah. Which is like something I really enjoyed with it. Um, the transformation itself also is just really weird. And I know this is more of a design thing, but I like it because you never get, like, that many feet-first Gundam transformations outside of, like, I think the Epion is, like, one I can think of. Yeah. But a lot of the time, you know, it's going to be the upper body becoming, like, a plane in some way. But this one, like, the upper body shifts backwards uh, in a way that I think is cool. The shoulders have a really nice transformation. And again you can actually like use elements of that transformation while posing it and it looks natural still um i always have an admiration for designs where where they you know it's so common to see these like these mobile armor modes on these things these transformations where they're like okay and it turns into this sick like snake dragon and also i guess there are feet here yeah exactly uh Again, Epion. Uh, it's like, hey, look, it's a two-headed dragon because the feet are the heads, but it still, you can tell that they're Gundam feet, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I mean, hell, it's a problem a lot of mobile armors have in general, is just they don't know what to do with the legs. Uh, and this one solves that by making the legs real weird, but it's okay. Uh, I know some people do not like the tiny feet at all, but... I- it's fine. Uh, the the fact that you have the giant ankle covers that make it look like the feet are larger, I think, is actually a really neat effect. Mm-hmm. Um, just overall, a really good kit. Uh, the weapons are great. I love that it has, like, the single-edged beam swords. Uh, the fact it has the beam shields is really cool. Um, it's just, it, it's just an all-around really fun build. Um, now, I don't know if it's my build of the year but i did want to talk about it just while going through our list uh because the problem with this list is there are two real grades on here that i already think are going to be my tops actually i i would have trouble imagining this list without the rg Zeong personally yeah um oh well, the rg i'm gonna say this the rg high new also an incredibly good build another one that's on, over there in my closet yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I, that's why I wanted to talk about the Eclipse though, because I, I don't think it's my pick for the year, but it is a good kit. If you want a good transformable kit, uh, if you like the aesthetics of it, which I think are really cool, especially for a seed design, because it doesn't, it feels like a weird fusion to me of like, kind of like seed and double O aesthetics. Um, it doesn't, mm. it doesn't like, maybe not even double O, I'm trying to think. It feels like a different AU to me but i don't know mm-hmm. what au it feels like really i'm trying to figure it out while staring at it right now i mean it's i can see like i i don't know if any of these comparisons fit but i do i feel like i can see a little bit of double o in it i feel like i can see a little of reconquista almost mm-hmm. but yeah it's interesting it's weird the head is the only thing that feels seedy because it seed like is it has like a very standard Gundam face, even though like the head has a lot of weird elements to it. The face itself, it's still the red chin. It's still the uh, 
you know, the uh, two face vents and then the the eyes with the red line. Uh, so the head is the only thing that makes it feel like seedy. I feel like if it had like a more weird head, it could be in any in like a lot of other series. Mm-hmm. But I, I still really like it. Good design. Um, again. Well, and it and, and it, you know we're gonna have a top three. Um, yeah. So okay. in the interest of whittling down the list, I think I'm I'm going to suggest we cut the full mechanics Calamity Gundam. Yeah, um, it's it's a good representation of that suit, and I will say uh-huh. that much for it. Um, and I am a person who actually I know there's a lot of people who don't like Re 100s or full mechanics or whatever. Uh, specifically because they're like, well, I wish I had an MG, and I get it. But also, I think a lot of the builds actually, a lot of people falsely call them like, you know, oh, they're just big high grades, but they're not, right? They're not. They go for a lot more color separation than you would get on a high grade. They do have a lot of detail. Sure, there's a lot of detail that is coming out through panel lines that you have to do, but I, I think they are good kits, especially for the price that you get them and for the size that they are. Uh, and yeah, that's, the calamity that's is why, good. <laughs> that's kind of why I wanted to, I, I at least wanted to bring it up, is it's like, it's on here kind of to honor the fact that I think the Re100s and the Full Mechanics lines are good, and mm-hmm. they deserve more respect, because I, I appreciate, like, it, the other thing is, some of these, you just, you're never going to get an MG of some of these, right? No. Ex- um, well, the thing is, MGs are, you can't just make an MG of anything. I mean, you could, but I get... The choices for both full mechanics and re one hundred, I get why they exist, and it's things that are maybe either niche popular or just would would people would like in that scale, but are not feasible. But I mean, you um, know, because there's an engineering element to this. Yeah, comparing them to like say, you know, the way people talk about them, you'd think they were like the one one hundredth seed or the one one hundredth old like double O kits, like the no grades. And they're mm-hmm. not. They're better than those. They are. They are leagues ahead of those. Yeah. Um. You know. And anyway, that's all. Uh. Just wanted to mention that. Uh. You know. Th- I think they're fine. And again, you're not like paying MG prices for them generally either. No. Is the no. other thing, right? Like you're getting them for cheaper, and that's. <laughs> I think that counts for something. If they were charging MG prices, sure, I could be. I could get it. But Bandai typically just charges based on the plastic used. Um, you know, so, and they use less plastic. They don't have, like, the same, uh, as quite as, as substantial a build as MGs, and they end up cheaper for that. But know. if you want to talk about just a big HG, let's talk about the Kshi Gundam, one of the few Gunpla I have that I think is legitimately bulletproof. Yeah, uh, so, I built the high-grade Kshi, um, and I like it a lot. I think it's a, mm-hmm. I think it's a good kit. Here's the problem still. It is ultimately a high grade, and I do think I like high grades. I will still get high grades of kits I like, but high grades are like a snack for me, like in terms of a yeah. build, right? Like, even this one, this is a pretty substantial snack. But I will say, you can still tell this is a high grade um, overall. Mm-hmm. It looks great, though. It is great looking, and I love. I love the way it comes together. Um, again, it, it's it's more stable than the Penelope because I do have the Penelope, and honestly, yeah, Penelope's fiddly. I I like the Penelope for the spectacle, but honestly, having built both, I think the Cassie is a way better kit as a build and just as a kit. Um, Agree. 
also the Cassie itself i mean i love this version of this design i i think it is the I, I wish the Penelope had taken more novel cues, but I do think it's really interesting that they kept, like, the cleaner, later Penelope design as the Penelope in the OVA. But then with the Cassie, they went, oh, what if we went with, like, the weird novel design and proportions? And what if we didn't give it, like, a normal tricolor setup? I think that's great, actually. Can you imagine how much harder the, the, the HG Penelope is already, like, barely holding together? Can you imagine if they went with the more wonky version of it? I mean, here's the thing, though. You would also get, like, the really cool, like, feet that have the extra toes on it. So it would it would be more stable there. And, I guess. Uh, I mean, it would be... It, I, it, I don't think the wonkiness... I, I think it would be, like, a, a sideways change. It wouldn't get mm. wonkier, but it wouldn't not be wonky either, I guess. So, um... Yeah, well, but one of the things against the the she is just that i mean like i i i also like it a lot i have it displayed i think it's really cool but building it you are cutting through plastic that is so fucking thick yeah it is I, and i get why because the pieces are larger on it but mm -hmm. there are some thick nubs on it you are right uh and it also, there are some areas that I really don't think they needed to use stickers. Um, yeah. Like, I don't mind them because at least they're in indents, which I will always appreciate when a sticker is inside of an indent. But for all the really good color separation with, like, all the gray on the kit, stuff like how a, a lot of the stickers are actually the yellow. So you've got mm -hmm. uh, stickers on the feet. You've got stickers on the two chest plates that are jutting out on the sides of the torso. Um, and then you've got the, uh, two large yellow stickers. These are my big complaint ones, the, the ones that go onto the backpack. Yeah. Because uh, there's the two fins on the backpack that are sticking up, and these are really awkwardly shaped stickers. Now, again, to be fair, they at least make there be an indentation there, so if you want to paint, it is actually not as bad because you don't have to worry about the paint leaking or anything. Uh, like if you're hand painting it, uh, mm -hmm. but again, I yellow is also a color I hate working with with paints, because yellow is one of those colors that I swear on paints just n doesn't like to dry correctly, loves to look uneven. Warm colors in general I don't like working with as much anyway, but yellow is like one of those colors that always feels like it's like thin and gross to use as a paint. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, fiddly. and it's very like watery always um and it's just hard to get like an even coat so i would have appreciated like those parts personally being a bit more color separated um that said still a solid high grade um fun build and very impressive looking like that's the ultimate thing right at the end when you build this you will have a very good looking impressive kit it is i mean it is larger than the master grade rx78 2 even though it's a high grade, because the Cassie mm -hmm. is a gigantic design. And I oh, do have to compliment, love the hands on it, mainly because oh, they're so good. weird weird hands. Getting hands that gigantic and that are like that odd looking is great. Um, and posability wise it's more posable than you would think. Um, you know, the, the Penelope is very restricted by a lot of its design, but I think you can actually get, especially if you have an action base for it, quite a bit done with the uh, Cassie Gundam. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very well engineered. But um, yeah. So again, good kit. Still not kit of the year material for me, but hey, I I would still recommend it. Right. I'm going to go ahead and quickly also remove the the Barbatoros. I think this is its time. Um, I appreciate okay. the Barbatoros for being like, I mean, it's it's still an HGBB. And honestly, like we're just we're dealing with a higher level of kit here um, for for best. But like the the integration of like the, the sort of like centaur like quadrupedalness into the into the Barbatoros works really well is really creative and it's it's the sort of stuff that people were doing in in breaker three for shits and giggles Mm -hmm. and often making it look very cool you and i both had ones that looked pretty sick oh yeah no when when you realize there's fun psyche legs in the game i mean you gotta uh i still remember the commercials for that game when the uh two voice actors were playing it and they would sing the uh <clears throat> they actually made a Gundam with horse legs and they kept calling it the Uma Gundam and they were <laughs> and they were actually singing a theme song while they were playing. It was really fun. Uh, that was like when the game first came out or I, I think it was right before that they were live streaming it and just showing off bits of the game. And I just I remember the Uma Gundam song. Uh, so getting an actual horse Gundam here. Pretty cool. Uh, and I mean, you know, I. I wish Gundam still leaned more into, like, doing, like, weird leg things, sometimes, like, quadrupeds and such. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it is still... This is a high grade. It's great. Uh, it looks really good. Um, you know, it has all the color separation you would want. To be fair, they probably designed that intentionally. That's one of the things that probably happens when you have a kit that is made as a... Like, for a build thing, and especially, like, if it is made using, like, most of an existing kit for the idea Mm -hmm. i imagine when they color block it they actually will intentionally try to make it so it doesn't need a lot of stickers um yeah which you know is good though you'd you'd think that but the astray inversion has uh, that sword has way too many stickers oh no yeah i didn't know that huh uh yeah it's got it's got a sticker for the base it's got a sticker for the guard it's got a it's got three stickers for the sheath it's kind of a nightmare um anyway um so at this point what we have left is the eclipse the high new the gin the Zeong, and the nightingale um i appreciate the gin yes um th- i will say i do wish i had gotten this kit but here's the thing considering what i did buy last year and what i didn't i still didn't buy it and honestly i've looked at reviews it is a good kit for being again it is really neat um but ultimately, at the end of the day, it's still again, right? Is the thing. Yeah. And, yeah. well, it, it's a weird thing, right? Like, I think about it, and I'm like, you know, if the Zaku 2, if we were doing this when the Zaku 2.0 came out, I could definitely give that, like, kit of the year really easily. I, with Modern Gunpla, this is a good modern Master Grade, and it looks really nice. Um, But I will say from, like, looking at the build... I don't think the build is going to be more exciting than the Eclipse. I know I haven't built it, so maybe a little unfair to say, but it's really good. It looks really good, and I I like it a lot. But compared to the what I think are going to be like the final three, it, not the most exciting build. I would venture to say that I don't know. Maybe if I built it, I'd feel differently. But I think it just looks like a modern master grade in all the ways that are really good 
but the gen- the it doesn't have any special gimmicks or anything. Right? Yeah, it's not it's not it's not exciting. It's just a, I mean, and you know, I say that because we're talking about best. Like, I have it again unveiled. I'm sorry. Um, I think it's a I think it's a very good kit. I'm totally impressed at what they were able to do with a what I always thought of as a pretty nothing design. Um, uh huh. Well, that's cool. the other thing. Yeah, I normally I I, I have to give it credit there. I. I like the Jin's backpack, but honestly, like the base Jin design, I'm not a huge fan of. But they, like a lot of the Seed Master grades, they did a lot of reproportioning, and I love that the Seed Master grades in general have really leaned into the Greebly aesthetic, um, mm-hmm. which is very funny considering the show is a digipaint nightmare and is not that Greebly at all in show. Um, and I know some people really don't like it because they like what they saw in the anime. Here's my problem: the anime looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's tolerable uh, but it, it is like, it's i mean funny. tolerable it's, it's bigger, sure but yeah it's a bigger conversation than we can have right now but it is kind of funny how like i do think like fundamentally mechanically see designs are greebly and they're put in the show that cannot represent that um yeah well and it's not like okawara we, i mean you know we like okawara as a designer we've talked about this mm-hmm. on mechanista and he's a good designer uh, but seed I, I think C doesn't showcase his designs well, personally, gen- like in general. Um, I mean, you know, I've been rewatching Seed now, the uh, a standard definition version, and occasionally I've been looking at the HD version, uh, like you know, with GGP, just because I'm curious. It actually looks worse when everything's on models. Sometimes I think I'm glad they're going with the standard def version because honestly, I anyway does the f- suits in the show though no favors I think, uh, and. The fact that this master grade made me interested in this, much like how, you know, uh, the seed, the prior seed destiny master grades for suits I didn't care about, I am now interested in. I think is something that is good about the suit, but the actual build itself, it is a modern master grade in all the ways that it is, you know, going to be a good build. Um, mm-hmm. That's just not kitted your material though, still for me, because it needs to go. You know, I, I do think it needs to go a bit beyond what I would expect. It needs to go a little harder. Yeah. Uh, now going hard for the grade it's in, I think the next one we should talk about would be then the Nightingale. Okay. I like this kit a lot. So here's the thing. I will say we were just talking about the Re-100s and how they're all pretty good. Um, my exception to that would be the Nightingale actually. And this high grade made me realize that (laughs) because let me fucking tell you. Okay. So the original Re-100 Nightingale is a brick one. Right. It's a huge kit yeah. because of that size. But it's a brick. It can't really pose really well. Uh, it doesn't have the subarms under the skirt as a movable thing. They are molded in there so that you could see them. But they're not like... You can't unfold them. Um, And it, it cannot fit on a stand. None of the propellant tanks are movable. To the point that actually we're trying to remove one of, uh, one of the propellant tanks while I was moving. Because it is a angled peg i snapped one and that always made me really bummed out because of how big and expensive of a kit that was that i got for i i I got it for like one of my birthdays i think uh two or three years ago no like four years ago now geez anyway Hmm. um but here's the here's the thing though right let let me let me i'm gonna send you this uh from dalong's review the the issue you see nightingale redoes the proportions in a very amazing way because one, the binders are actually about as big as they are on the Re100. 
And I love how big they are. Um, and two, they look better. <laughs> they have more. They have more gray detail on the bottom that is actually like filled out. <laughs> they have larger thrusters. Uh, this is like a kit that blew me away because I built the Re100, and the fact that this just does like the Re100 but better in every way. Things like the rear skirt having like this like it, it's still a high grade in a lot of ways but the detail on all the parts is so above what i would consider a high grade like you've got like all this gray underneath that i associate more with like a re 100 or a master grade type situation that the original nightingale model didn't even have when it was a 100th kit i mean here's the thing this nightingale also almost costs as much as the re 100 one <laughs> so yeah i mean it costs more than a lot of mgs and yeah. also i mean it's a it's it is the scale of it is one slash 144 the nightingale is fucking gigantic yeah so <laughs> it's only 1000 yen less than the the re 100 and then you might be going well then i get the re 100 right no don't do it because things that this can do that the re 100 can't the uh the binders on the high grade completely movable the shoulders are able to move. Also, I like that they're spikes instead of flat now. Um, uh, the beam saber. One thing that I've always really wanted and that I've actually always been annoyed with, with like even ones I like, like the Sazabi Verka Master Grade, are they normally make the big saber, like the, um, you know, full, you're doing all the blades mode, as literally just three pieces. You put the center right. beam blade in and then you put the two axe pieces in. And I hate how that looks. This yeah. one has a devoted piece, finally. And it looks good. This, this is... I really was here to say that our three needed to be Hainu, Zeong, and Eclipse. I don't really like the Nightingale very much. And this kit looks so fucking good that I'm starting to change my mind about the Nightingale. Well, like, like, things like how... If you look at it, you can put it on a stand. It requires two p stands. It requires two one one forty fourth scale stands, but it can be on in the air. And not only that, it can hold a pose. Is the thing. Like I have mine. Like I, I'll I'll send you it. <clears throat> mine is holding the gun up and has the um the subarms with uh, like each holding the beam sabers and they're actually yeah, I, like popped I... up. I was like, there's no way Dylan doesn't have the beam saber subarms out. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, you God. know, of course. Let me Those find it. binders look so good. The fact that they're movable is, it does so much for the kit, because on the Re100, all they can do is rotate. That's it. You can rotate them. Um, But, uh, yeah, let me, uh, trying to find the good picture real quick. Uh. Because unfortunately, I took pictures of it as like a group on my one desk. Uh, <laughs> all right, here you know what? I, this is a picture of my uh, second V, which can't talk about because P Bandai. But I took a picture with the Nightingale behind it, and it holds that pose. Like it's been in that pose. The legs haven't drooped. The none of the arms have drooped. The fact it is engineered so well that it can actually like hold a pose like that is amazing to me on a high grade. Like I, you know. The Re100 is a brick. 
and it's not even the greatest looking brick anymore. Like, I used to like it because I was like, you know, it's a brick, but it's still fine. No. Uh, this kit, the high grade, is just beautiful kit. Everything you could want with the Nightingale. All the detail you could want. Uh, adds a lot of the things that uh, Yanase's redesign added. Stuff like, it even has like the little beam uh, cannon molded into the chest. And like, you can pop down the, uh, I like the way you can pop down the armor there. Uh, really good. And like, uh, fucking, this is a high grade where the bottoms of the feet actually have the gray detail molded. You sometimes don't even get master grades with that level of detail on them. This, uh, okay, this is one of the, I can't believe I'm doing it for a category with this few nominees. I want to make it three runners up. I, I, I can't see any of these four go. That's fair. Because here's the thing, I was thinking I might even, I my my hard pick I'm going to just say right now is between the uh, Nightingale and the Eclipse for the third. Because let me tell you, those other two on this list though, hard to beat. Um, so, uh, have you built either of the real grades, uh, the High New or the Zeong? I built the Zeong. Okay, so we'll talk about the Zeong first then, I think. Uh the thing is, the Xiong actually... Ah, oh, this is hard. Because I'm actually looking at my pictures, right? And I love both of these. A yeah. lot. Um, I mean, I I've, I haven't built my Hainu yet. I have looked at... But, like, just like, you know, we're both in the Admiral Mapping Discord. We both spend a lot of time in the Models and Figures channel. And watching everyone else make their Hainus is just like, holy shit. <laughs> it's a really good kit. So, alright, talking about the Xiong. Fucking incredible kit. Honestly, the way that it is, the way the build goes is so, I love how layered everything on it feels, right? Like when you're building it, I mean, I mean, I know when you're building like a massacre, right? Obviously you're building like, ah, here's the inner frame. And then you're, you're, you know, sometimes slapping the armor on it. But like the way that you build the Zeong, first of all, it starts you with the head and the head is complex. Uh, I, I love, there's a lot of moving parts on the head. Um, you know, you've got a movable mono eye that is able to go all around, including on uh, on the upper area if you really want. Um, you've got the two little thrusters on the side of the head, which are movable. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. It's all movable, and it doesn't feel too fiddly, that, which is the important thing. Um, you've got the chest, though. When you start building that chest, it the way it builds is so nice. Like... You, you get the... It's got some really big inner frame pieces that are, like, still doing some simple building, like, like simple sandwiching. But they look so good, and they feel so solid even before you put the armor on. Mm-hmm. And then you're just adding more and more. Like, the, the fact that you add so much, like, inner frame to inner frame on this kit feels so good. Um, when you especially, like... like the skirt is so just, uh, it's such a fun build. Like doing like all the weird like, like the thrusters have so much compl- complexity to them, like that you like layer like one piece and then you have like a red piece and then you have like a cable that you wrap around the inside of the large thrusters and stuff and then you put like another layer on them. It is so fun and good. They're 
it's it's really a magnificent build that like it's it's one of those builds that it feels like basically any step of the way you could stop and put it on a stand and it would look incredible yeah like everything feels nice none of it feels fiddly really and it has like movable armor gimmicks stuff like that but it it was so easy to get everything for me at least into place and just be like ready to like you know show off and everything and i just i loved it for that um, and we've been owed a good Zeon kit for so long. Yeah. Not to mention, also, if you... I will say this. the All the separation of the um, inner frame, if you're a person like me and you have that shine silver uh, marker, mm-hmm. uh, allows you to do some really fun little extra details on it. And, like, there is a lot showing through, even for, like, a real grade. Uh, there is so much, like... the Again, the skirt especially... Lots of gray showing through the armor, but, like, in really tasteful ways. Uh, Of course, on mine, I painted all mine silver because I thought it would look really good. And it turns out I like how that looks a lot. (laughs) Um, Just a very fun build. The only part, like, that it's using from, like, the standard, like, real-grade system parts are, like, the hands. And it works for the hands because having those be on, like, the pliable kind of like fancy inner frame plastic like that it is very good for this because you know the way the hands are yeah i mean the hands are i mean you say that and like you're not wrong but even then the hands are sort of fancy and unique given the way that they're like the the like the double injection molded you know yeah yeah they actually are so the hands are comprised of two pieces uh that are on there but now it's actually much more pieces because they're complex you know you've got Mm -hmm. like a hand with the two fingers built onto it and then you've got the other three fingers with like a little piece that plugs into part of the palm but like they're great though they're actually really they're they're, they don't at first i was a little worried i was like oh no are these gonna snap but no i've been able to get them in any like hand pose that i've wanted uh without them like feeling like they're gonna break or anything you know obviously i you work a little slow on them because they're real grade size hands but i do have one problem oh what is your problem? i have found that the stands for holding up the hands kind of give out oh you know what that is fair so obviously with this being a zeong and this is important it doesn't have a, like a lot it can do because it doesn't have like weapons that holds like this has a lot it can do with the mobile suit but in terms of like posing what you want to do with the arms is pretty i mean you're going to have the at least one of the arms pointing towards an enemy and doing you know zeong finger things yeah and com shit and one of the things you can do yeah is it has the wires so you can launch the hands um but yeah the the stands that the arms go on are all like soft plastic like they feel like kind of they're, they're a little bit frail like, they're not yeah. frail as in they're going to break, but frail as in they droop. Like, hell, you see this, like, d- d- uh, Dalong picture right here, and this feels like... I-, I don't know if he intended for that pose, but that is what will happen if you try... If you don't angle, like, everything on the stand correctly, is the hand will just start flopping down and point down. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which is a bit annoying. I do wish that... that uh, for all that, like, there is so much good on this kit. I do wish the stand was a bit better. That said, you can do some ridiculous things with this. Like, the fact that the torso... The the torso can bend in weird ways. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it can pull forward or back, like, all the way. And, it, like, ah, it's just a great Zeong. Uh, I know there's something already called the perfect Zeong, but fuck off. This is the perfect Zeong. Uh, I don't know if you could do a model that would be better with, again, the only minor complaint, I think, yeah, being that the stand, I wish it had better stands for the hands. Yeah. Again, that feels relatively minor given everything going on with this. And even even the different colors of the grays, the sort mm-hmm. of like purplish gray and then the lighter sort of like more... Oh, it's, it's such a good kit. Such a good kit. And also, like, God, I'm looking at the ab crunches on this thing because, you know, Dalong does his full posing. Like, look at this. You didn't need to go this hard on a Zeong, but they did. You really didn't. And actually, I think that's why, right? It doesn't have legs. So, I think that that's probably why they went, well, shit, we have to go, like, really extra on everything this can do because it is missing, like, a standard component. Um, but yeah, I, the fact that the, I, ugh, sorry, I'm looking at, like, Dalong's build again, too, uh, because I have pictures of my own build process, but, uh, they're also, you know, from, like, the beginning of the year because this was, like, a very earlier kit, uh, for this year. And, like, I getting reminded of, like, these thrusters. And even though, like, it's a wire that you have to shape yourself in there, it looks so good in the end. You don't have any thrusters like this on any kit. I don't even think, like, perfect grades tend to have, like, detail like that on thrusters, really. I, I can't speak for the PGU because I know that, like, is the new fancy one. But, mm-hmm. like, most perfect grades even don't really get, like, this kind of thing going on. Like... That that thruster like is something that you could dissect and like ha- like look at, and it's so good. And it, it, and like honestly, it's not hard to make it look good. like they they engineer it in such a way that it's not like super fiddly to build. Like that wire, like one of the easiest wires I've ever worked with. Yeah, yeah, and a gunpla for sure. Um, God, it just magnificent kit, great kit. Um. The problem is, there's another magnificent kit that came out last year, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which is the RG High New Gundam. Um, now, the real grade High New, I did not build the real grade new, like just the regular ass new. And I know people love that build too. The real grade High New, though, this kit rules. So, first of all, you've got. Lots of great detail on the outside. Lots of gray showing through. Again, basically, like, MG level of, oh, shit, impressive. Um, the the colors, I wonder if that will be the thing that thro- that maybe throws it under the Xeong, right? Because they, so when this was announced initially, they went with the high new purple. Like, the kind of indigo purple, right? Mm-hmm. And that is, like, the colors that the High New was in some of its old art. These are the colors that the High New um, Verka uses on the Master Grade. And then when we got the final pictures, it actually ended up being more blue, like how the later High New redesign uh, that was being used for a long time was. Hey, Dylan, tell me about Gunpla and the color purple. Purple is a color that they seem to sometimes have problems with. There are purple kits, and they aren't, like, always bad. But there are times where they do purple, and things turn weird. You know, the 
we've talked about it before because we talked about this suit, but the Rose and Zulu, for instance, a purple suit that when it came out had this almost brownie, like brown eggplant color, like brown mm-hmm. purple, um, which was not at all like anime accurate, which is like, you know, not something I super care about generally, but you generally want the colors at least to match the show, right? Like a little bit. And instead, it's very striking how much it doesn't. Um, generally, when they really nail purple is when they kind of, like, make it more like a pink purple, which is mm-hmm. why, like, an earlier kit ba- with the same colors or, like, with similar colors as the uh, Rose and Zulu should have had, um, the thing you realize is, oh, wait, this is actually a bit more pink purple than the Rose and Zulu's colors would be. Uh, eventually, they did do the Rose and Zulu in the color that like purple that you would want it to be but it took them a little while <clears throat> and i just think purple is a color they have issues with i don't know why but like it feels like kits that have like really deep purples sometimes have issues whether it's like the pieces are weird or whether they just you know maybe like screw up the release i guess looking at it they ended up doing that every schneid and that also actually is purple and that one looks fine i don't know it just feels like sometimes though they've had weirdness with purple and i wonder well if i mean maybe... this year we also had the uh spinati offenser right which had which had purple and was not the purple they advertised no it was a very bright purple when advertised and then when it came out it was a much more dark purple like a little bit more dull looking Mm-hmm. I don't I mean, know. It's still, still all right, but yeah. it's just like, yeah, pur- purple, purple gives them trouble, and I don't, I don't dislike the like the the high news blue, but it's not purple. Would have been cooler. Purple would have been cooler. Yeah. Also, I know you have a beef with the they didn't do the gradienting, but also that's hard to do. Oh no, I don't have a beef with the. I no, I like this gradienting. Actually, I like the three step gradient. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, no, I was one of... I know that... I, I think there was... I can't remember if there was anyone in particular in the models chat that didn't... I actually really like this. I thought it was a really smart idea for the doing the gradient as pieces, honestly. Is doing, like, this cool three-step. Because um, mm-hmm. it has, like, a... Uh, basically, <clears throat> the Hainu, like, design originally had stripes on the funnels. And what this does with this redesign here is... To get the stripes on the funnels, you have a three-step gradient where you have a white that goes into a lilac, that goes into a blue, that goes into lilac, that goes into white. And I think that that actually looks really good. Uh, I think it was a really nice way of them doing that. Um, Honestly, my only gripe is I kind of wish they used a little bit of that lilac somewhere else just to add a bit more color. Because here's the thing. This is a significant redesign from, like, any of the high news we've had. Like, this is its own design. Which tends to happen with real grades, you know, but... Like, this isn't based on the 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 old high new. This isn't really based on the middle high new that we had for the longest time. This isn't based on like the Verka. This is just its own thing. Um, now they did make the rest of the colors kind of like that, like the like the blue high news where you have like the copper joints and such, uh, mm-hmm. and the silver, which, uh, good. which I do look think look good. Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll give it that. Like over the. Uh, for instance, like the Verka, right, is uh, I think having the copper like joint pieces and then the um, the uh, silver on the chest and stuff actually really pops. Um, 
And I, I will say, as long as we're nitpicking, which mm-hmm. we kind of have to to decide a winner, I wish they'd done some color for the front vents, and I wish they'd done some color on the front skirt. Yep, that's fair. Um, now, for the actual build, though, <clears throat> this thing is great. It is, it, it is again, very solid build. Feels like you're building a full inner frame on a high-grade size thing, but it doesn't feel too fiddly. Um, the detail on this guy is nuts. Like, when you... The, the legs especially, and I mean, the legs are That's usually legs. <laughs> where, like, things hit really good. But I mean, look at, like, just this inner frame cutaway with it bending the knee there. Look at how many, like, bends you have on that knee. Like, how many areas, like, pop with uh, the knee armor and such. It is so good. And look at all the detail in there! Like, on on these parts that you're not going to really see. And I always love detail that you're not going to actually see. Like, that's why I love Master Grade so much. Um, And this thing is covered in opening gimmicks, right? Like, you can actually open the cockpit, which I think is really cool for a 144th. I think other real grades have done that before. Um, I can't... I, I think even the... Do the Xeong's doors open? It does have the doors molded in on the head. I don't remember if they open. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Um... Things like uh, these shoulders, you can pull the shoulders like and do like these cool opening gimmicks all over those. Uh, the the rear skirts can pop open. Um, one of my favorites also, the leg armor has a ton of separation. You can like pull the sides of the calf armor open, uh, which allows you to then like pull back this white piece on the back of the on the back of the leg, which then lets you pop the thruster vent up. Uh, which exposes just, like, a lot more mechanical detail. Just popping all that stuff open. Like, it's really weird getting a 1144th, even in real grade, that has, like, a full hatch open kind of gimmick like this. But this has it. Like, it can open a lot of things. And a lot of parts can pop up, and I think that's fucking great. Um... Yeah. The uh, backpack stabilizer, another big thing that I like on this design a lot more than any of the prior ones. The fact that, like, it is m- movable up and down. You're able to pull it out and in. Uh, there's just a lot of playability to that, even. Um, the funnels, uh, the, the triple funnels are able to, like, move in and out on the uh, the little, like, rack that they're on. And, like, you're able to, like, spread the funnels apart, which is really nice, um, because you can do some really dynamic things with this, especially while it's in the air, because you can have, like, the funnels either grouped together or, like, in a line, or there's a lot of, there's actually a lot of movement you can do with these, um, which is nice. Like, them not being rigid is really good. Um, the skirts even like if you really want if you want this thing to kick up to its head like do almost a 180 just at the leg joint you can pop the skirts to the side uh and like move the entire apparatus of the skirt back so that you can kick the legs all the way up which is ridiculous like you know that's not something they had to do but they did it and that's always Mm -hmm. that's always the thing with gunpla right not something they had to do but they did it and that always feels good um You've also got the really cool thing with the um 
the wrist Vulcan, which I think the wrist Vulcan is kind of dinky, but that's a design nitpick, not the actual, like, this is not a problem with the real grade. And honestly, the real grade makes it cool because I love that if you pop the wrist down, it actually pops the barrel out further. Oh, that's good. Uh-huh. So, like, and it's like the little single barrel wrist Vulcan, but I like that. Um, it, it, The fact that it also has two beam sabers in storage, I love. You put... You put them in the backpack, and then you put them in the uh, you put the one in the wrist, which I think is also pretty good. Um, oh, one random other though, like little minor minor note that I kind of wish they did. So they did give it the light blue beam saber, and I actually really like when they give the high new the light blue ones. But they didn't make it the double sided beam saber, and that does make mm. me a little sad because uh, some usually this gets depicted having a double sided beam saber. Mm-hmm. that said these are all like minor nitpicks on the design i think overall this is a this was a fun build i built it at the end of the year now i'm trying to not let a p-band i think affect my view of it because here's the thing if we include the gun that they sold separately for this as a p-band i think i think this would be my kid of the year because i fucking love that gun also um and it looks so good with it um all i need now are like pieces so i can have the funnels launched as well um, which you can do actually, because the um, funnels are similar in build, I think, to the original, uh, like RG new, you know, funnel launch set. Because I did notice mm-hmm. that Dalong like put these pieces on there, and I think this is from the original RG new, like the funnel launch set. So uh, here's hoping they'll do an- another release of that just for the high new. I'm hoping. Um, also, really hoping they do a full armor version of this somehow. Like, if they do, like, a heavy weapon system, because if they did, that would be amazing. That would be pretty wild. Um, good kit, though. Uh, really fun build. It looks great in the end. Lots, again, much like the Xeong, lots of detail showing through that you wouldn't expect. And lots of detail that you're not going to see anymore once you put the armor on it, but that's okay. Um... Alright, now we're at the hard part, right? Because now we've talked about all the kits. Now we have to rank them. And I don't know. Picking my kit of the year is hard for for these. Because, see, the other problem is if I pick the high new, my brain's going to go, oh no, that's the recency bias. Because obviously this was like near the end of last year that the uh, high new came out. It was uh, more, I think it came out in like Japan. It was like uh, September. And then by the time it reached me, I think it was like, no, mid-november or something i i i feel like looking at it i could easily see either either of them win the reason i want to go Zeong is because i feel like i want to point out that the hainu already had a good kit and you know not nearly this good but the Zeong is such a classic iconic design that has been crying out for a good kit for so long yeah that's fair um and you know what here's the thing the Hainu, building the Hainu, it is like a, it is a really good Gundam to build. Here's the thing about the Zeong. Because of how weird of a shape the mobile suit is, building it feels weird in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, again, the fact that the skirt has like this many like segment sections on it, and that, like, it has all this mobility on it, and it's just... 
it feels like building like something really weird and special and that is really fun about it uh the zeong is uh, i think mm, i'm thinking <laughs> i know i'm not supposed to spend this long on thinking it because you know but yeah you know what i think the zeong would be the gunpla of the year for sure yeah, all right. not not super far ahead of that high new i will say but i think it's weirdness kind of ekes it out and the high new here's the thing the high new does a lot really good that has already been done on other kits i guess is maybe the way of putting it right things mm -hmm. like the pistons and stuff they're really cool but they've been done the the knee separation it's been done um Things on the Zeong, like the way like that you've got like that weird thruster set up, for instance, like with the wire in there, I don't feel like that's like a thing that's really been done on a lot of kits. Um, oh, the cockpit hatches do open, I just realized on the Zeong too, while looking at uh, Dalong's pictures, but uh, which is cool, both the chest one and the back of the head one. Um, oh yeah, I knew the chest one did, I didn't know the back of the head one did though. But yeah, so... Forgot that. Like... The, the Zeong, I guess, just feels like something special, though, more so than even, like, the Hainu, because I don't think there's another build like it, right? And even with the Hainu, I, I will say, I think if you built the real great new, parts of it might feel familiar, because I think a lot of, like, really cool things it does are kind of similar to things that the real great new also does. Well, they aren't, like, the exact same build, and I don't even think they really share parts, um... I know people love that real grade new also when that came out, and I didn't build that one. But mm -hmm. I, I feel like it, I feel like the Zeong is something special, I guess, is how I would put yeah. it. Yeah. So I think my overall end of the year ranking would be Zeong, High New, um, oh, and this is the other hard part. I, well, here's the thing. We just need runners up. We don't need to rank them. Okay, fair enough. Then we have the Eclipse and the Nightingale. I think all these kits are great. And honestly, I don't think there was a bad kit this year. Uh, other than maybe, uh, well, okay, you brought up the the red frame inversion. I think maybe some of those old recolors are probably the quote unquote worst buys you could get. But if you like the colors and you like the design, still get them. But Besides, the 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 inversion still has the weapon that is just a buku head, and that's pretty sick. Yeah, I I think overall though, yeah, you can't really go wrong with anything that we've talked about. Like, there was nothing that was bad. Like, just yeah. outright awful among, like, our favorites and these runner-ups. Like, these are all great kits. If you want to build something, though, that is not like anything else you've ever built, build yourself a Zeong. <laughs> Hopefully it'll encourage them to do more weird things. All uh, right, well, con yeah. congratulations to our winner, the RG Zeong, runners-up, the MG Eclipse the RG Hainu, and the HGUC Nightingale. And HG yeah! made it on here. Yeah. yeah! It's a good HG. It's really good. <laughs> it seems pretty sick. Um, All right. So Dylan, thank you so much for, for, for joining me here on, on this award category. Uh, is, yeah. is there any place you want people to find you on the internet? Uh, yeah, you can find me on the internet at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. Uh, six. Where can people find you? Well, I mean, I guess they know because they are listening to. Yeah, a, I mean, give this me is one, but. this is one of fifteen. I'll, I'm sure at the end, at the end of game of the year, we'll do the full thing. But for now, you don't need to. I don't need to bother y'all with that. Okay. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Peace out. Peace.